I'm Michael Whiteley. Um, I, I live in Scarborough. Um, uh, the RNLI is a big part of Scarborough. It, it was a part of my life in that I knew that they were there. It's going to be a bigger part of my life um, in the future. I'm a keen cold water swimmer. It just makes me feel really good. Uh, it makes me feel physically good. It's massively improved my circulation and mentally. I'm so much sharper than I would be without that cold water dip. Yeah, it just feels great. Um, I think I was Wim Hof inspired. So I did the cold shower first. And then a friend of mine runs a small uh, swimming group, uh, Seasoned Swimmers. I decided to give it a try. Um, didn't have all the kit then, so I was coming out of the water and then getting very cold. Now I've got a dry robe and all sorts of kit, so I can get warmer a lot quicker. But yeah, it's just that feeling of being cold and then warming up again. It, it just makes me feel better physically, uh, mentally. I think I've uh, managed to uh, not have Raynards anymore because of my constant cold water swimming. Uh, my circulation seems to have improved. Um, yeah, I just feel better for doing it rather than not doing it. Yeah, we're in, in Scarborough, um, North Bay uh, or South Bay uh, in Scarborough, probably t two or three times a week. Some weeks, you know, it, it might be five times if it's uh, you know, particularly nice and uh, people are going. We, we tend to not go on our own um, at all. So it's, it's at least two of us. Yeah, no wetsuits. We're not um, we're not wetsuit fans. I don't think most of the people I know we don't don't do wetsuits because it's about getting cold, and obviously a wetsuit will keep you keep you too warm. So you'd have to stay in for longer. Myself and a guy called Adam, who I was with on that day, uh, just tends to be the two of us, and we swim once or twice a week. We swim up to uh, at this time of year probably around ten minutes, uh, and I think you're cold enough then, and you get out and you can warm up relatively quickly. I found out about cold water um, safety sessions, um, swimming sessions from uh, from a friend who had been to uh, a session in Whitby and she said they'd be running one in Scarborough and be sure to book up for it. I think there were two slots. So uh, I booked up uh, for that and I found it really, really interesting and obviously my recent experience, very, very useful because I managed to employ uh, a particular technique, the float to live when I got into difficulty in the water. It was quarter to eight and the tide was tide was going out. So it was quite far out, but it was still going out. It's often, it, unless you actually check up, it's hard to tell with the tide at that point. Um, although I understand that's when the tide's at its at its strongest. We just plunked our uh, plunked our dry robes on the beach and we went out. The, 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 the seabed in Scarborough, South Bay, used to be really flat and smooth and sandy. Um, there's been lots of storms uh, this winter and it's changed it. So it's quite undulating now. You can be in your depth one moment and then out of your depth. Uh, rocks have appeared that we've never seen rocks for ages. Um, so we actually only treaded water. We we're in our depth and we were treading water because it was rocky underneath and you didn't really want to be um, hitting the rocks. And that was the point that things started to go wrong. Uh, we were treading water and unbeknown to us, we were being pushed out to sea. Not particularly fast, but but far enough that uh, with the current and, and the tide still going out, I tried my hardest to get back in. Um, I was swimming. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I don't think I could swim for a long time, but I'm quite a powerful sort of person. And I really tried hard at front crawl, but I didn't seem to be getting very far. 
I, I could see that Adam wasn't there, my friend I was swimming with. So I, I figured he got out. And that's when the water safety training came in, that if you exhaust yourself, and the sea was quite a bit rougher than it first appeared. And that, that's um, looking back, that's quite a common thing. It looks okay from a distance. But when you get in it, uh, the, the, the waves are quite a lot higher. I was pretty confident that Adam had got out because I couldn't see him. He was a little bit uh, less far in than me. Um, he's, he's a young and very strong uh, guy. So uh, now fortunately, he did get out and raise the alarm. I think other people raised the alarm as well because there were other swimmers on the beach that morning as a group of three and some other sea swimmers that weren't swimming. So I had lots of people looking out for me, which is great. I think once I'd accepted that I couldn't swim against the, the, the current stroke tide, I remember the, um, the float to lift the starfish position, which is a, a pretty comfortable position. You know, I'm good at just wiggling my uh, hands on my legs, so not using any excessive energy. And I just tried to remain as calm as I could, did some good deep uh, Pilates breathing. So just trying to get as much oxygen to my heart and my organs so that they stayed in, in the best shape for as long as they could. So that I was just increasing the likelihood of being saved as opposed to not, not being saved and uh, people having to try and find a body. I felt I was um, fully, fully cognitive and um, focused. Um, I, I suspect I wasn't as fully cognitive as I thought I was. Um, um, Lee, the, the coxswain from the lifeboat, because I've had a good chat with him since, and uh, he said the waves were really, you know, washing right over me. Um, they couldn't see me from from a distance. Um, and Lee tried to look. He went to the top of the lifeboat station in Scarborough to look down, and they couldn't see me. So I think the waves were a bit higher and a bit stronger than I knew. So, But my recollection was that I, my head was out of the water. I was breathing well. I certainly remember doing my Pilates breathing because it's not. it doesn't come naturally to me, Pilates breathing. I tend to naturally want to um, do the opposite of Pilates breathing. So I was physically concentrating on that and just trying to stay calm to be honest you just got to try and stay in the best shape but yeah I knew I was getting cold but that was more because I was looking at my watch and seeing how long I've been in the water and uh, you know it had gone past 25 minutes in the water which is you know we, we, we stay in normally for 10 minutes I knew that I'd be getting really cold but I didn't actually feel it and it's quite common not to feel it while you're in the water it's when you get out of the water that you feel uh, you feel the cold. It's the best sight. The best sight you want to see. You're struggling mentally because you're having to keep calm, and you just, you know, you're having to face the fact you might not like, live for much longer. It was just so good to see them. It's lovely and bright. And it's, it was my favourite colour anyway, but it's uh, emphasised even more now seeing the rib. Uh, and, and the guys were great. I'm not the easiest person to manhandle onto the boat, but they explained exactly what I needed to do. That moment of relief that you're out of the sea and you think, right, I'm, I'm, I've got a good chance now. Um, uh, clearly, they were concerned because the ambulance was called and they took me direct to A&E Rhesus. I knew in my head that I wasn't completely safe, but fortunately, no massive physical effect. It was just a matter of getting warm. Uh, which took um, over four hours to get me back up to uh, a normal temperature. Uh, and originally, when I went in, I was not readable. And then the second reading was 25 degrees. 
I've since learned that hypothermia starts at 30 degrees. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very cold. And, um, yeah, I'm very, very lucky that they arrived when they did because I don't know. You know. I just don't know how much longer I'd survived. What I've learned about myself is that I, I need to be more cautious. And one of the things that at the water safety training, they did say, look, you know, if it looks a bit rough, it'll be there the next day. It'll be the day, the day after that. Just leave it. Missing out on a cold water dip can sometimes feel pretty bad, but nothing like as bad as getting into difficulties. And I think that's the bit I would say to all the cold water uh, people. I said, look, you know, it's great to get cold, but don't put yourself at any more risk than you have to. Hello, this is Ruth Jones. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.